You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 91. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. If you're catching us right when we went live with this episode, then I've got to take a minute and tell you Happy New Year. I am thrilled to ring in the new year with you, and let me tell you, we have some really exciting episodes planned for you. We are going to be focusing on list building and building campaigns in your business so that you can sell more online. We're going to be talking a lot about content creation and making sure that you're getting in front of the right people to make the biggest impact. We're also going to make sure that you are creating a business that you love, as well as creating online training programs and products that your audience can't get enough of. So again, we have some really cool episodes in store for you. Now, before we get there, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about setting up the year in a way that you are just ready to attack. And one of the ways that you can do that is by sitting down and saying, okay, what am I going to focus on? What is most important to me? And how am I going to get there? Now, I have a special guest for this episode. His name is John Lee Dumas. Most of you know John if you're in my tribe because we have a lot of overlap in terms of our audiences. But just in case you don't know John, he is the founder and host of Entrepreneur on Fire. His podcast, EO Fire, has been named one of best of iTunes, which is a huge honor. And he launched it in 2012 and has gone on to have millions of downloads and create some amazing success in his business. He's really interesting to watch because he talks a lot about how he does what he does. So I love when people take you behind the scenes of their businesses and they explain how it works and how they've had the successes they've had and what failures they've had. He's one of those guys. So you definitely want to check out John if you haven't yet been introduced to all of his content. He's created a seven plus figure business in just a few short years. He has multiple online training programs. He speaks all over the world about podcasting and business building and the mindset of an entrepreneur. And he's created this tribe that he affectionately calls Fire Nation, and this tribe is insanely dedicated to success. It's a really cool tribe to watch and see what they do and just see all the enthusiasm and support they give to one another. So if you're not part of Fire Nation, definitely check out Entrepreneur on Fire. You could get all of the details. Now, the reason I wanted to have John on the show is because he's going to talk about a very special tool that he created to help you get started with the new year in a way that you have immense focus and clarity about where you want to focus and what you want to do. So I don't want to give it all away just yet. So I'll go ahead and let John explain that to you, but I hope you get immense value out of this interview. I know I did, and I really love what he has to share. So I won't keep you waiting any longer. Let's go ahead and dive in. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. 
So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. John Lee Dumas. Thanks so much for being with me here today. I really appreciate it. Amy Porterfield, you are one of my favorite people in Southern California. (laughs) I couldn't be more excited to be chatting with you. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun because we're talking about one of my very favorite topics. First of all, moving into the new year, new beginnings, getting things started again, creating new things. I love it all. But then we're also going to be talking about setting some goals, but in a very, very specific way. So I've got to know right off the bat, like, is the new year as exciting to you as it is for me? I love 2016. I was born on December 16th, so it's kind of a special number for me. It is, definitely. <laughs> and have have you always been like a big goal setter for the new year? Always. I, I do trace it back to when I first got into the Army because it was always that year-to-year training. And we always set these big goals at the beginning of each new year. And then by the end, we'd be like, you know what? We accomplished those goals. And I just kind of carried that forward into business and entrepreneurship and have always seen the results. Which is fantastic because you've built this entire empire around Entrepreneur on Fire. And we're going to get into some of those specifics and how you did it and all that good stuff. But, you know, so many, I almost feel silly doing this, but so many people know of you, know of your show. I kind of gave you a good intro in the beginning, but tell us a little bit about yourself in the way that, you know, if you were talking to a brand new person and they're like, what the heck do you do? Like, how are you so successful? Like, what would you say? So I would just kind of preface it by saying, listen, I spent my late 20s and early 30s just trying to figure stuff out in a lot of different areas, law school, corporate finance, commercial real estate, and I didn't. But one thing that I didn't stop doing throughout all of that was learning. So I read the right books. I listened to the right audiobooks and the right podcasts. And I was so inspired by podcasts, I decided to start one of my own. And I wanted to be unique. I wanted to be different. So I decided to launch the first and only seven-day-a-week podcast that interviewed inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. So I hired a mentor, a mutual friend of ours, Amy, Jamie Tardy. And back in September of 2012, I launched EO Fire, which is a seven-day-a-week podcast interviewing successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. And we've just hit over 1,200 episodes to date. We've done over... 24 million downloads. We're averaging about 1.2 to 1.3 million listens every single month. And we're just having a blast doing it. Wow. Okay. Those numbers are incredible, first of all. And I know we've talked about, you know, you starting your show on another one of my episodes and I'm going to link to it because it was really fun interviewing you then. But the reason I wanted to bring you on today is because after 1200 interviews, I'm guessing you've learned a thing or two about how entrepreneurs have created their success. Would, would I be right? You'd be completely correct, as usual, Amy Porterfield. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so tell me what you've seen. What, what have you learned over 1,200 interviews that pretty much has gotten you to think, okay, wait, there, there's, some, there's a pattern here. 
I love Fire Nation. That's how I refer to my audience, my listeners. And they're very communicative. They're emailing me tweets, Facebook messages. And one question they just keep asking me is, John, you've done now over 1,200 interviews to date. Like, what's the one thing, you know, what's that one silver bullet that, you know, everybody seems to be looking for that's so elusive? But what's just this one commonality that all of your guests who are both successful and inspiring, what do they have? And I'm a big believer that there's no silver bullet. I mean, it's all hard work and it's all just getting your nose down to the grindstone Amen. for sure. But, you know, I stepped back and I said, well, what is one thing that the Amy Porterfields and the Pat Flynn and the Michael Stelzers of the world, what do they all do well? And I just sat back and, you know, beyond those things that we just shared about hard work, et cetera, I said, these people all know how to set and accomplish goals. They all do it in a very effective manner and myself included. And looking at Fire Nation, people that were struggling and emailing me long, detailed emails about why they were struggling, I was identifying that they were just not able to set and accomplish goals in an effective way. And I just said, man, this is such a black and white scenario here where it's like, on the one hand, the successful entrepreneurs that I'm interviewing are all setting and accomplishing goals. On the other hand, the guess, uh, the listeners that I have are not doing that same thing. And I can fix this because there is a structure to setting and accomplishing goals and specifically the setting part of it. So I really dedicated my 2015 to doing just that. So that was your big goal of 2015, figuring out how to get your Fire Nation to learn how to and actually take action with setting goals. January 2015, I sat down and said, by the end of this year, I will have created a system and a tool for Fire Nation to do just that. Well, that's a perfect segue because we <laughs> are going to talk about that tool. I literally have it in my hands. It is called the Freedom Journal, Accomplish Your Goals in 100 Days. And first of all, let's say this, it is beautiful. This is a beautiful book you've created. And I call it a book, but it's it's really actionable. I mean, it's it's a journal in every sense of the word. But first of all, like you didn't spare anything in terms of making this really, really um, gorgeous. I will say this, Amy, is that both you and myself and, and other entrepreneurs, we've we've done really well and been very successful creating online communities and virtual products. And those things are amazing. They help a lot of people. And I'm going to continue to do that throughout my career for sure. But with this particular project, I wanted to have a physical product in hand. I wanted it to be something that people could touch. They could have on their desk. They could put in their book bag. They could kind of pull out of coffee shops. That's just how I envisioned it. That was kind of my little aha moment that I had for this whole idea of setting and accomplishing a goal. I really thought that physical product was key. So when I set out in January 2015, I said, hey, I could probably have up, you know, a PDF in 30 days. Exactly. And it would be effective, but it wouldn't have the same kind of effect that this physical, gorgeous product would have. So I teamed up with all the right people and I invested a lot of money just sourcing materials, finding the right factories and and really just doing all the things that it takes. And it's a lot of work to do this. And I can see why not many people do it because, man, it took a lot of time, a lot of resources, and a lot of upfront capital to make this happen. But, you know, now you're holding it in your hand, Amy. I'm actually holding it in my hand as well. The Freedom Journal is now this physical product that just came from an idea and is now something that, you know, I can hold and just kind of like smell because it is that leather that you talked about. But I do want to be clear. I'm an animal lover. This is faux leather. This Ooh, is not nice. real leather. Okay. Yeah. And it's gold embossed, gold leaves. It has that, is that great uh, bookmark, gold tassel. 
and the illustrations within, you know, my designer worked so hard on those because I just wanted it to be this thing that people were proud of. Because if you're proud of it, you're going to show it to other people. And guess what happens when you show it to other people? You start getting accountable because then they're going to see you a month later and be like, oh, you showed me that beautiful journal that you were writing. And like, how's that going? Like exactly. that's accountability. And so the Freedom Journal is not just something that you can hide in your desktop in some kind of folder. Like, no, this thing's 300 pages. I mean, Amy, you could beat your husband over the head with it if he starts acting up. I mean, it's this so is so very true. This is like mammoth for sure. Okay, so you got to break this down, though. What is the Freedom Journal? What is it all about? The Freedom Journal, I wanted to set off in simplicity because I believe that within simplicity lies beauty. So it has a simple tagline, accomplish your goal in one hundred days. And I thought a lot about the timing of it. And, you know, for me, a hundred days, it seems like, hey, that's attainable. Like I can commit a hundred days to doing something. And it doesn't seem like it's too far off like a year or just like too quick like a week. I really want it to be like that perfect medium. So I really settled on that 100 days. So the Freedom Journal is all about setting and accomplishing your goal in 100 days. And, and that's the focus of it. And again, it's any goal that you might have. You know, maybe it's lose 10 pounds. You know, maybe it's run a marathon. Maybe it's launch that first webinar. It could be any of these things. I wanted it to be for people that struggle with setting and accomplishing goals, but it is that guide that takes you through step by step, literally from page one to page done. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products, and I want to talk about Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of 
all e-commerce in the U.S. because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. Now you've got some unique things in here because you have sprints. Talk to me about these 10 day sprints you've got going on. So I'm big in like breaking things down into bite sized uh, chunks. So am I. That's why we love each other so much. <laughs> we think I alike. Agree. We definitely do. And, and I've learned so much from you. And, and honestly, like this is a lot of what's gone into it. My past guests, people like yourself and other great entrepreneurs are all making up parts of this journal that just make it work. So, you know, let's, let's talk about the sprints. But even before we get into that, let's just take one quick step back because this is a critical point on the beginning part, before you even get into accomplishing that goal, which is the 10-day sprints and the other things we'll, we'll be talking about in a second here, it's people struggle so much, Amy, even setting that goal originally. Ooh, okay, good. Like I'm glad you back this up. Yeah. Yeah. That original setting is so, is so critical because we can get off and say, okay, let's start like let's day one, day two, day 10, whatever. But then if you don't have the right goal, then you're just not going to accomplish it in any kind of meaningful manner. And I didn't invent this acronym. It's an acronym that's been out there. It's been referenced by tons of brilliant people and tons of books, but it just makes so much sense. I didn't want to improve this perfect wheel that had been created. And so we start the Freedom Journal by me teaching and guiding you in how to set a SMART goal. And that's an acronym, Amy, for SMART, Measurable, Attainable, relevant and time bound. Every good goal has to have those five attributes. If not, you're really setting yourself up for potential failure. So that's the very beginning part of the book. And it's just like the first little section walking you through step, step by step. So you know, by the end of that first section, you have set a smart goal. You feel good about it. Everybody you share feels good about it because it's going to make sense to them when you explain it in this manner. And then you're off to the races. And then it's time for sprint number one. Okay, then let's make this really actionable, which is my favorite thing to do on this show. And we're going to walk through two different SMART goals. The first one, you launching Entrepreneur on Fire. And the second one, all about how I launched webinars that convert my latest program. Because we want to make it really actionable. And I want you to walk us through these so other people can do it when they get the journal. God, I love this. I mean, we haven't rehearsed this at all. So you're no, putting I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. I mean, this is going to be fun, though. So let's kind of break down mine first. Maybe OK, good. It will help me a little skills. bit. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so I wanted to launch a daily podcast. That was my big aha moment. If I had just set up to do that, like disaster would have been the result. But luckily, as I mentioned previously, a mutual friend of ours, Jamie Tardy, was my mentor. And, and we didn't exactly set up this quote unquote smart goal, but it was something close enough that it really made it work for me. And, and I wish I had the structure back then because it would have been even better. But let's start with the S, which is specific. I wanted to launch a daily podcast on September 22nd, 2012, interviewing successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. So I was very specific on what I was looking to do. Now, measurable, that's the M part of it. I wanted to have 40 interviews complete by the launch date. This is going to make sure that I had enough in the bank, so to speak, so I could keep up that daily format and continue to go forward in a consistent manner. So it was measurable. I knew I had to have 40 done. Now, A is attainable. 
Well, yeah, it was June 12th when I set this goal. So I had over three months to make this happen. You know, I'd scheduled conferences to attend. I was looking at a lot of different um, websites with entrepreneurs and magazines like Inc., Fast Company to get my guests lined up. Now, relevant. Was this a relevant goal? Well, absolutely. I wanted to be a podcaster. So this was a very relevant goal. And then time bound, absolutely. I gave myself just a little over three months. So I had that structure in place, which kind of looking back is crazy. It was almost exactly 100 days when I set this goal up, never knowing that, you know, three years later, I'd be creating the Freedom Journal, which is accomplish a goal in 100 days. Wow, I now, love it. Before we kind of move into what you did, let me kind of quickly share what most people do. Now, they do, well, smart. I mean, smart goal, specific. I want to launch a podcast. Well, that's not that specific. That's just kind of a vague goal out there that people just say, and it sounds good, but it never happens. Now, moving into measurable, is that measurable? No, you didn't give yourself any kind of measurement to go on. Now, attainable, how are you going to know if it's attainable if you haven't done S or M because you don't even know those numbers? And relevant, well, do you actually want to be a podcast? Do you know you want to? Is that relevant? And I kind of want to use a great side example here, uh, Amy, because you're so big and good with emails. Now, if someone wants to build their email list, you know, should they be focusing solely on Periscope right now? I love Periscope. I think it's amazing, but it's not the best email building tool out there. Right. Like, for instance, webinars that convert is a much better way to build an email list than to focus on Periscope. So if your goal is to grow your email list and you're focusing on Periscope, well, that's not a relevant goal. So you need to adjust that and know that at the beginning before you start. And then time bound. Nope, there is nothing time bound on that at all. I didn't give myself any time parameters. So of course I'm going to fail because like Parkinson's law says, tasks expand to the time allotted. I haven't allotted any time. So that task is just never, you know, just never going to get completed or is going to expand to infinity. So that was an example of what I did and why I successfully launched on September 22nd. And the second example is what most people do that I see that struggle with setting goals. And now it's Amy Porterfield's time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to walk me through it though. And Amy, we're going to do this step by step by step. And a great example that I really think is going to be perfect for you is something that you just crushed out of this atmosphere, which is webinars that convert. I mean, you just killed it. It was an amazing launch. It was really a school. It was like a, a tutelage in how to do a launch. Now, you obviously started with a goal. So let's kind of now go through that SMART goal to really show your listeners and your audience how you did this in a really smart and effective way. So specific, what was your specific goal with webinars that convert? Okay, so tell me if this is a little bit too much, but the goal was to create a program from A to Z of how people can do a whole webinar system inside their business and put it together in 30 days. So that was the goal around the content. And then we also had a goal in terms of revenue. So can you have both of those when you're setting up something specific or do you just focus on one? Absolutely. If you can have both, all the better. Because when you're getting specific, the more specific that you can get, the better. That's why I shared a date. I shared the amount of interviews. Like I wanted to get really, really specific on that goal. So having both of those goals, which were key for you, so you probably want to have two simultaneous like smart goals running next to each other, one for that first part and then second for the revenue, which is critical. So love that. The specificity is critical. And now let's move into the measurable part of it. Like what for you were you measuring? So the first thing I was measuring was the content creation because I had to measure 
in terms of how fast we were getting it done. We gave ourselves two months to create this program and to create the launch around it. And I have a small team. So while I was creating the actual content, they were working on the marketing piece of it, which is really nice. And I could just interject when needed. So the measurable part was every single week I had to have a module created. There's five modules. So in five weeks, we had all five modules created. So that was one of the big measurable pieces. And that's a huge measurable piece because you can track that progress. You can check every single week and see what's working, what's not, if you need to pivot, if you need to adjust. So that's critical. Now, the third part is A, which is attainable. And now one thing I'll kind of step in and say a little bit here is, guys, Amy has created a team around her. And because of that, she has some pretty attainable goals that might sound crazy and large to us, but are super attainable for her because of that team. So Amy, you want to take that for a second? Yeah. So this was a big one because in order for me to have launched this on time, not only did I have to create the content, but then my team needed to take it and convert it and get it inside the members area, get the transcripts done, the cheat sheets done, all of that. So I felt like I really had to make sure that whatever I was putting in front of them, that I was giving them enough time to do their work as well. So I really did need to, like, I wanted to get this done faster, but then I thought, okay, wait, that is insane. My team is going to go crazy. And I felt like we were really moving up to the deadline quickly anyway. So I needed to make sure that we all had enough time. And is that what you mean by attainable? Like it's actually something we could get done. Exactly. Like if you would have looked at that and said, you know, hey, we're creating a smart goal and A is the attainable part of it. And, you know, Trevini would have stepped in and said, Amy, like I know our team, I know our capabilities, like this is way too much and too short of a time. That's critical to know that from the beginning. So then you can then adjust back and say, hey, we actually need 10 weeks, not five weeks. So you identify that, hey, five weeks, five modules, this is attainable. Let's make this happen. So you're setting yourself up for success in that manner. Now, the R is relevant. And just from an outsider's perspective, I've known you for a while. I've been watching your business from, for a while. And you have always done webinars so well. And so for me, it's like Amy's audience loves her. They love what she does. They love how she does it. Like, of course, it makes every sense in the world for her to create a webinar product to teach her audience who wants to model her how she does webinars so effectively. So like to me, it made so much sense from a relevance for your brand. And you've actually talked about this on a recent episode, you know, going into potentially courses, et cetera. So it seems so relevant to me from the outside perspective. What was it like on the inside? You know, this was my most favorite program to create because it was so relevant in terms of I knew it well. I absolutely loved creating the content. And I knew I had gotten questions about webinars every single day from my audience. Right. So I knew it was going to be super relevant to them. And I love that R is part of this smart goal setting because the more relevant, the more you will enjoy it. And I think the easier the process. Like if you don't nail the relevancy part of it, I feel like there's some disconnect and you won't totally get in that flow. Whereas I feel like I was able to get into the flow of it because I was very confident that this was the topic I should be focusing on. It was such an easy connection yeah. for your audience because you've been talking about emails for so long and the power of it. And there's few ways that are better of building your email list and connecting with your audience than webinars. They do all of those things and so much more. And they, they kind of feed off each other, which is like this beautiful yeah. cooperation that I just love. And moving into time bound, I mean, you've alluded to this a little bit in the specific part of it, 
but you gave yourself a, a, a really time-specific manner that you were going to accomplish this in. And that's critical because if you don't, again, going back to Parkinson's law, these tasks, you know, this idea, this goal will just expand to infinity and beyond. So talk a little bit about your time-boundness. Yeah, so we knew we wanted to start launching live webinars about the webinar course in early September. And so, like I said, we gave ourselves two months to work on this and there was no moving that date. Everything kind of um, was was scheduled around it. So we knew we had to meet that date. And I will say, I got a little bit nervous. I probably should have given myself a little bit more time, but this is where a really good team comes into play because I communicated to my assistant, Travinia, I'm nervous. I don't want to rush this content because it's got to be good. And I'm that creative soul that like, if I feel rushed or under too much pressure, I can't even be creative. And so they knew I needed my space. And so because we had this time-bound goal, we knew when we were going to launch it, my team kind of rallied around me and said, okay, where do you need space? Where do you need to, you know, be able to be creative here? What can we take off your plate and move with? What do we not do if that means that you feel too crunched for time? Because we were going to meet that date, but maybe we needed to tweak things. And so the date really played a huge part of successfully launching this program. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. Amy had it all. And I know you don't publish income reports, Amy, but you're still pretty open with numbers. I yeah. mean, we can all do the math. You know, a thousand plus members into a thousand dollar plus program plus $170,000 in upsells. I mean, let's just say seven figures all around. My first seven <laughs> figure launch. So I will say Yay! that. So it was really cool. The, this is the crazy part. The revenue goal was actually $250,000. Wow. And we, and I am a little bit guilty of not making huge revenue goals. So mm -hmm. I have a business partner that pushes me to do, to do bigger goals. But in my heart of hearts, I thought 250 is what we want. And he was, Devin, my partner was on the same page. And then after our first webinar, we had already hit it. We're like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> and I've been in business since 2010. I've never had a million dollar launch. We've come really close in certain parts, but this was the first time that we had hit it and then some. And I will say that's not all money collected because we did a 12 pay for the first time. And I'm excited about that because one, it made it really easy for people to sign up to the program. But second, now we have revenue coming in every single month, which wasn't really how my business was created. It was really too focused on the launches. And so now it's more of a consistent revenue model, which is really cool. So I like to just say that because it's not like I'm rolling around in cash over here. It, it, it's a, a thing that will kind of play out for 2016. Right. You're soon going to be rolling around. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, and, and the actual phrase for that is invoice total. And that's the real thing. When you have an invoice total, you've invoiced people, say they've signed up for 12 months at $99. The invoice total of that is $1,200. And then you obviously collect on that over the next 12 months, which is a great MRR, monthly recurring revenue for your business. So all of these things obviously show you why Amy was successful in this webinars that convert launch and everything. And I think it's a good time, Amy, to maybe kick back into uh, the Freedom Journal and specifically what we talked about with those 10-day micro goals to kind of kind of slam this home. Yeah, talk about that because I've got a few more questions for you even after that. So tell me about those awesome. micro goals. Love it. So as Amy mentioned a little while ago, you know, you start after you set that SMART goal, 
with a sprint. Because for me, again, 100 days is a great time frame, but we can't just have this open in 100 days. You got to break it up into bite-sized, manageable parts within that. So I set up the Freedom Journal very specifically that's going to guide you every step of the way. So there's you know, 100 days. Every day you wake up, you first off start by saying, hey, in 99 days, I will. And you restate your goal. And then 98 days, I will. And it goes through for those 100 days. But I didn't just want it to be in that manner. So the first thing you do is that 10-day sprint. We say, this is the mini micro goal that I will accomplish at the end of these 10 days. And so you break them up into these 10 10-day micro goals that obviously add up to 100. So you start with that first 10-day sprint. You get to the ends by doing the 10 days. And at the end of that, we say, okay, let's do the sprint recap now. And then, you know, seeing what worked within that sprint, what didn't, all these things. And then, of course, setting that second 10-day sprint to get you from days 11 to 20 and so on and so forth. And another thing that I added in that I really like, and I'm getting a lot of great feedback from the beta users, are called quarterly reviews. Ooh, I like Every that. 25 days. Yeah, every 25 days. So at day 25, day 50, and day 75, we do an actual in-depth review of those previous 25 days where, again, it guides you into what went right, what went wrong, like where were the roadblocks, where were the struggles, the obstacles, the challenges within all of this so that the next 25 days can be a little bit better. They're very different than the sprint and the sprint recaps because those are all about the micro goals. The 25 days is just like the overall pulse. Like this is a quarterly review about where we're at now at either the 25, 50, or 75% mark. Now, once you get to the end, the 100 goal, the 100th day, you will have accomplished your goal by following this method. It's it's truly impossible like not to. I've had a beta tester actually come back and say, John, like I was really trying to disprove this <laughs> and I just couldn't because like if I actually was honest and followed the steps, like the goal is just achieved. That's just how it is because of the sprints and the micro goals to keep you on track and the quarterly reviews to keep your finger on the pulse and all these different things. So this has been my heart and my soul, Amy, for 2015. And you know, now that we're into 2016, I'm just so excited to be able to share it with the world, literally, because I just know in every area, every niche. And again, I've been so focused on business and entrepreneurship, and I'm going to be continue to do so in the future. But I do love that this Freedom Journal can be a gift to somebody that, you know, maybe again wants to run a marathon, do something completely non-business focused but can use this tool in a great way. Okay, I love the idea of making this a gift as well. So that kind of leads me into the next question. You've got this Kickstarter campaign. I want you to talk about it when it starts. How can people buy this? Like, give me the details. So the Kickstarter campaign launched January 4th of 2016, and it's a 33-day campaign. So every day for 33 days, I'm bringing on a great past guest of EO Fire. And again, there's been over 1,200. So those 33 are pretty special. And I am honored to say Amy agreed to be one of those. So excited. It's going to be fun. For her episode. It will be fun for sure. And there's going to be quick episodes on EO Fire for those 33 days focusing on goals and setting smart goals and accomplishing goals to really kind of just educate Fire Nation, my audience, and of course, anybody who wants to listen about the power of setting and accomplishing goals in a smart manner. So I'm really excited for those 33 days to kick off 2016 for sure. And it's all taking place on Kickstarter. And the reason why I'm doing this is I'm kind of taking cues from people like Eric Reese and Seth Godin, 
who have recently done similar things with their books. And I just loved how they were able to do these great reward levels and packages. So it wasn't just like, oh, if you want, you can just go buy a book or a couple books at my Amazon store. Like that will be available in February and beyond for sure. But for this very special 33-day campaign, I'm having 35 different reward levels on Kickstarter, which is so exciting. Like one of them, for instance, Amy, is I'm going to have a level where 20 people and only 20 people can claim. And after they set and accomplish their goal in 100 days, I'm going to bring them on EO Fire. And I'm going to talk about them setting and accomplishing okay, their goal. Okay, that is so this fun. Is just right? Yeah. And I'm doing super fun things like this for all of the levels and all of the rewards. And it's going to be so cool. And actually, the video that's on that page is Epic Amy. Our mutual friend, Caleb Wojcik, created this masterpiece. Mm. We spent a lot of time doing this. Like, if you want to check out a little bit about, you know, Southern California and its beauty and what the Freedom Journal is all about, this uh, video that Caleb created is gorgeous. So, you know, the the actual location for this, you can check it out, of the Freedom Journal uh, Kickstarter campaign is very simply thefreedomjournal.com. That'll send you right to the Kickstarter campaign and you'll be off to the races. But a component that I really do want to add, Amy, before we dive off into other things, because it's really important to me, is proceeds from the Freedom Journal are going to be going to Pencils of Promise. And we're using that to build schools in developing countries. A lot of people know Pat Flynn did this in 2015 and did a great video about this. We actually did the same thing, just myself and Kate uh, donated $25,000 wow. in 2015 to build a school through Pencils of Promise. And I'm good friends with Adam Braun, so I was just with him at a conference that we both spoke at in Las Vegas. And we were talking and I was just saying, you know, I really wanna make the Freedom Journal significant. Like, you know, financial goals really aren't there for me for this. Like, that's with Podcasters Paradise and sponsors for my podcast. Like, that's where I really bring in the revenue for my business. Like, how can I make the Freedom Journal just awesome, not only for people that, that, that invest in it and have it in their hands, but also know they're doing something amazing. So proceeds from the Freedom Journal are going to be going to building schools in third world countries and developing countries through Pencils of Promise. And we're just so excited about that partnership and Pencils of Promise is stepping up and they're a full partner on this venture, which is so exciting. And it's just a great feel-good story to start 2016 because, again, you're going to have the Freedom Journal in your hand to accomplish your goal and you're going to be making a difference around the world. I love this. I'm so proud of you for creating this. I know this was a labor of love. And the fact that you're not even doing it for revenue. I mean, how cool is that, that you're giving back with the proceeds? I'm so excited. So by the time this airs, you have just kicked off. So we're right in the beginning. So make sure you check out thefreedomjournal.com and you get involved in the, the whole excitement around it. I think these are great gifts for somebody just to start out their new year. So I love that. Um, I have two questions for you. The first sure. one is, have you already done, like, have you gotten the book and have you started using it? Because I have the book in front of me, so I kind of can start today. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely start today. I'm actually on day 37 right now. And my goal Yeah, I was going to is- ask if you'd share it. Yeah, I would absolutely share my goal. So they, they have this thing called, uh, the, the name is actually escaping me, but it's basically called um, like the body fat tank and it drives around San Diego. It, it's an old um, ice cream truck that they reconverted into 
this actual like tank that measures your body fat. Okay, and for this me, is very funny that it's an ice cream truck. That's it's an old ice cream <laughs> truck. And they put on the music sometimes too. Oh, it's and they'll just park it in like a school parking lot. And you can just, you just meet them there and then you pay, you know, it's like 35 bucks and you go into this dunk tank. And this is the most accurate way to measure your body fat. Okay. And so when I did this two months ago, I was at 14.1, which is okay. It's it's good. It's like kind of average for somebody my age. Okay. Um, and, and a male, et cetera. And my goal is to get to 11%, <laughs> and, which again, won't be that crazy. I mean, I'll still like, you know, have to meet my bones for sure. Um, right. But that's just my goal. And so I'm using the Freedom Journal to track that and, you know, to, to make every single step of the way to make sure that I'm following that, to check in and to go down that point so that in... 60 days from now, when I have my, my next date with this, uh, the dunk tank, you know, I'm hopefully going to be at my 11% goal. And actually I will say because of the freedom journal, I will be. I love that. You know, I was thinking I've been kind of on this health journey over the last probably 60 days and I've been a little bit like a struggling a little bit thinking, you know, Oh, I see some of my old ways come up right now. What am I going to do? Literally last night I laid in bed and I thought, what am I going to do about this? Because I don't want to revert back to my old ways, but I feel them kind of creeping in. And then I wake up this morning and I'm prepping for this. I'm like, duh, Amy, this is so perfect. So I'm going to make a commitment to you that I'll start it today. And I know we're recording this a month or so in advance, but I'll start it today and I'll keep you updated on my next hundred days and I'll get really specific. I'll, I'll make that smart goal, but it's going to be around health, fitness, weight loss, all that good stuff, which I don't publicly talk about because quite honestly, it's like an sometimes embarrassing to me. It's like a personal thing, you know, and, and I'm sensitive about it, but I think this is what I need. And I, and I love that you're one of my close friends that I could talk about and be like, I used your tool and and look what I did. So, (laughs) so I'm going to do it. Well, I love that Amy, because I'm like picturing you, you know, thinking last night about that. And what the freedom journal is, is it has a day, you know, we start off and the days on the left-hand side and it's very structured and it's very focused and you really know what your goals are throughout that day. But then it has a night aspect on the right-hand side. And part of that night is reflection. And one of the questions is, you know, what are you struggling with? And you would have written down some of these struggles and, you know, there's a huge difference to think about your struggles and to kind of just let them float out there, like in the mind, and then to actually write them down and to actually go through and just say, man, like this is, you know, something that I really am struggling with. And to get it down on paper, there's so much power in that, that it's a game changer. You know, we've heard about journaling and scribing for a long time from like Hal Elrod and the Miracle Morning and all these other great areas. And it's just so true. You know, like we can think that, hey, is this woo-woo stuff or is it not? Because it just simply works. So like if you really want something to work, then this is what it's all about is actually getting it down on paper. And There's another angle that I think is really interesting that I hadn't even thought of until I was holding the Freedom Journal in my hand. Like this never came up during like the 12 months of my creation of this. Yeah. But then I received it and I just, for the first time, just thought like the word legacy just popped into my mind. Because I was thinking, I'm like, man, if I really sit down and and do the Freedom Journal on a powerful, powerful goal, and you know, maybe not the one about, you know, my, my health journey right now, maybe it's the next one or the next one. I think back, my grandfather passed away at 47 years old. So I never got to meet him ever. And, you know, I've heard stories from like my father and like, you know, I I get it. Like I I know him, I guess, a little bit through those stories. But imagine the value of me being able to Uh, hold in my hand a freedom journal that he had created at like 35 years old and like read 100 days of his life, his hopes, his dreams, his successes, his failures. That is priceless. Okay, that kind of just gave me chills. That's, right? that's amazing stuff. Chills. 
Okay. I love it. I love it. That's a whole different way to look at it. And you know, what I love about this is I'm not a journaler and it's just a habit that I never can get into. But then I look at this and one, I love that this is so much about mindset because we know as all those successful entrepreneurs you've interviewed, (laughs) it's 80% mindset, right? But also you're not making me write tons and tons. There's just like a few lines each time in the morning and at the night. And that's doable for me. So I love the idea of legacy. I love the idea of mindset and the fact that you're not going to kill us over like hours of writing or anything like that. Like we're busy, we've got things to do, and this is important and it needs our focus and time. And I think you've taken all of that into consideration as you built one of the most beautiful books I've ever seen. Again, so proud of you. And thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. Amy, it's a huge thank you for me to have you give me the time to come on and chat. It was really the best day that I've had this week. So thank you. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Now I'm not going to tell everyone, or maybe I am that it's Monday. So, you know, we're just getting started (laughs) out and it's very early in the morning, (laughs) but I'm honored to have you. I thought that'd be an inside joke, but I guess that everybody knows, (laughs) you know, you're pretty transparent. So I got to tell everyone. John, I I so value our friendship. Thank you for being on the show. I really want to encourage all of you to get your copy and then get another copy for two reasons. One, because it's just paying it forward to someone who could really use it right now. So I want you to think who else could really use this and maybe who can you do this with? Like get a buddy and the both of you do it, but get them a copy because let's be honest, it's for an amazing cause And so we're only going to contribute to that even more. And I think that would be really fun. So I'll make sure I do it. I'll keep you all updated on my hundred days. And again, John, thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Amy. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed my interview with John as much as I enjoy talking with him. It's always a lot of fun. And I want to encourage you to get your hands on the Freedom Journal. So again, thefreedomjournal.com, all the details will be waiting for you. I think this is something that could really be a game changer in how you plan out the new year and beyond. So good luck in all you do. Again, happy new year. I wish you nothing but amazing success. And I cannot wait to connect with you again. Actually, later this week, we'll be releasing another episode. So I will see you in just a few days. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.